inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. On Radio Western. The wall of water splashes up. Good morning. You are listening to Outlook on Radio Western this morning. That is the awesome power of Lake Erie. Can't hear a lot of wind there. Must have been yeah, a windy day. It was, and the waves were pretty, pretty good. So, pretty good size. And uh, we spent a lot of time at Lake Erie, actually here, but this was in uh, north northwestern Pennsylvania. Well, we didn't. I actually wasn't there. Well, yeah. But, um, I'm saying that we have here in Ontario, and it's just, it's so close, but yet it's so far across the border into the U.S. It feels like, feels like to me. But yeah, I spent um, a couple days in um, Pennsylvania there, in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, that was a couple weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, we would have, we were going to talk about Carrie's experiences hmm. um, in Erie, Pennsylvania, and what she was up to there um, on last week's show, but we had to talk about the election and politics as last Monday was election day, so... We just had to. Yeah, we had to. Um, well, we didn't this have is, to, but... This is actually Halloween week, do. but uh, we do like to make a joke that we made when Brian's friend was here in the summer about Erie, Lake Erie. It's an eerie place, so <laughs> it kind of fits for the Halloween theme. It's a different spelling, of course, but same same word. Yeah, so um, we will talk about... We just wanted to start off the episode with some nice, peaceful water and wind. Well, not so peaceful, but to me, uh, any water yeah, it's is, still a, pe- is a peaceful it's place. It's still natural and we're taught that's that's nature. After politics. For you. Nice, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice contrast thing. to politics, which isn't quite as relaxing and um, refreshing. Uh, so I guess... here we are, post-election. Yeah, so I guess before we get into your trip in Erie and what you were doing there, why, why you were there specifically and how it relates to this show, mm-hmm. we should talk just just briefly about the elections and our experiences voting and yeah we won't we won't talk too much longer about it you can find last week's episode well once i upload it online i've been a little behind on that but i'll get up uh up to speed on uploading yeah the next few weeks are quite busy for us both around here but um we will there's some catch-up to do this week before all the craziness starts uh friends getting married in a few weeks so that'll be fun um but yeah so let's just talk okay so everybody knows i'm sure that um the Trudeau government is still there in power, yet now it's um, minority government, which we don't pretend to be very, you know, uh, experts on. But um, so we just thought we would talk more about how our elections voting went that day. So you want to go first, Brian? Sure. Now my situation, um, honestly, I was a little bit unsure of my decision that I made. And looking yep. back on it, I'm sure I was you're not like, the only one. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have done this, but um, I was with a friend at the time, 
um, who offered to take me to the polls. And are you going to say who you um, voted for? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. well, I could. No, you don't know. Do. But um, yeah. So a friend took me there because in the past, actually, um, one of the candidates has stopped by my apartment and asked. They do volunteer they to do uh, that, yeah. take you to the polls, which makes sense. If you know, um, so if I had called, um, I'm sure I could have got that, and I could have found it myself too. But um, mm-hmm. you know, so anyway, I was with a friend. So he went with me and. When we got in, when we got in there, um, they did have a, a list of the Braille candidates, which is new. They didn't have that four years ago when I voted. Um, yeah, I don't in think the they did election. for me either. Uh, I think that's a new development, which is nice because you can see the names and see what numbers they are. Um, but then from there, and they didn't again, they didn't seem to totally know. But when I mentioned it, they did have it, and they had the Braille list right away. Mm-hmm. Um, now the next step would have been pursuing this uh, template that they have that sits over top of the ballot, the print ballot, mm-hmm. and has. Uh, braille numbers or print num- and print numbers and that's it there's no candidates but you know which number you're looking for yeah it lines up you fill in a little circle you can put an x in there i think last time i just filled it in mm-hmm. but this time just since i had my friend there and i was like i don't know i don't love this whole template thing what if it's not properly set and i have to work with some stranger mm. so I, honestly i just got my friend to help me do it i trust him um and maybe this isn't the most independent way mm-hmm. maybe i should have done it but I was with him. I was kind of in a rush. I kind of wanted to get home. Well, that's the question, is that how how independently are blind people able to vote? Because you get that if you are lucky to get that template, which they should have everywhere, then you have to make sure you worry that it's not lined up properly and you put it in the wrong place. So it's still hard to know and you can't see what you're actually doing and you have to trust in a lot of things and you have to either trust in a friend or family member or the, someone would maybe go in and offer to help you. You know, you got to find someone you trust or you got to, you know, just... Good and this, this template thing, I, I did try that uh, last time voting in the um, municipal election, and it, it worked all right. Like, once I knew the number, and I could tell that it was lined up, and I trusted the person, and I, I went for it. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I know the people in there are supposed to yeah, be they, professional, and yeah. you're supposed to trust them. But it's still difficult when it is a stranger. And just the fact that I had my friend. So all, all that had to be done um, was that he did have to um, quickly fill out a form um, just to say that he was... He was um, assisting me vote I had to sign it um, I forget what the oh, exact name right. of this form is just to have my confirmation um, so that was with the person not with Matt yeah with Matt oh because I didn't do that I, I mean well I just named the, oh, yeah. the name of my friend yeah well anyway Matt something I, I used a um, I voted with my dad bringing me to the poll for, you know giving me a ride there um I basically could have walked it was in my old high school um, but I had the braille sheet and I had the template um, but some people have encountered it where they, uh, since I've heard, they didn't have either or they only had one or the people were like, they took forever to find it. They're like, what? well, I think we have it, but I don't know where it is. Um, and other times I had both the Braille card and the template, but yet I still felt when you go with somebody, it's easier for the people there to look at the other person and say, will she be voting? How will she do this? Here's... And they talk to the other person, not talk to you. I felt kind of like I was some underage and, child being allowed to vote. Yeah, that that happened to me a tiny bit since I was with yeah. my sighted friend. Um, they weren't too bad about it. Like it didn't seem, but it did seem a little bit like they weren't too sure how to what to do. They yeah. knew that I had someone with me, so they did kind they of did they get any training about how, about people with disabilities voting? I don't know. Yeah, so we, we need technically we need to reach out to our uh, public officials and talk to them and make them more aware of the Canadian Federation of the Blind and and us. Um, and, you know, get more attention brought to this because it's... Yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much what we're saying is mm-hmm. it's doable, but the voting process for pe- people who are blind is, is still has some stuff that's um, left to be desired. So um. just uh, 
just be aware of that. And it's kind of our responsibility in a way at this point to, like Gary said, talk to our candidates in advance and meet with our MPs and MPPs and discuss this stuff with them so that they, they're aware because people don't even think about it yep. unless they're, it's brought to their attention. So, Yep. Anyway. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's move on to uh, Carrie's trip. Sure. Um, so if you want to just do a little bit of an intro. So this was um, Disability Insights was the name of this yeah. seminar that you went to. So we're not going to be just want to talk here. for a couple minutes, and then we have some clips that yeah. Carrie did some one-on-one interviews yeah. specifically for our show. So that'll be great to hear some of those. So basically, I went for a seminar called Disability Insights, but yet, in a bigger way, I went to meet the woman who put the event on, who who I met online five years ago, plus two other people that are. Um, one was it was Max from Texas, um, Steph um, from in Pennsylvania, but Pennsylvania is a bigger state than I realized. So up by Erie there is where Amy lives, the lady who put on the event, and Steph takes a bit of a bus trip to get to Erie. Anyway, they all came to one place, and it wasn't that far from me and here in Canada. I thought, I can't pass this opportunity up to meet these three people that I'd met online. Online is great, because you meet people that way that you'd never meet in person, but but then you you need to take that extra step to meet them in person. It takes you to a whole new level of your of your friendship. So... So yeah, that was great. Um, Max was there to promote his um, coaching um, business he has. Um, So he's known online as the blind blogger. Uh, And Steph is uh, online with a website called Bold Blind Beauty. So check that out. Um, I came across that five years ago and I thought, you know, this is a great thing this woman is doing. She is a very stylish lady and she went blind more recently here. And she is talking about how blind women still want to look nice and they they still want to enjoy clothes and you know makeup even I don't wear makeup but this is a whole discussion we had when we got to meet in person which was nice but Max has a few books out and so does Amy so they were at some book um, signings before the seminar and then so it was just great to meet them all so I don't know if you want to start with one of the clips Um, yeah so I'll I'll break into the clip here uh, any minute here I'm just so so for you a big part of it was this this um, seminar, which we'll go into a little more detail through these interviews. And, um, and next week, hopefully. Yeah, part two of this, we plan to discuss that in further detail. But a big part of it, like you said, was connecting with these with these blind people that you'd met only online and communicated for quite some time. Mm-hmm. They're bloggers, they're writers, they're travelers, adventurers, they're you know advocates, they're doing great things. So that's the, that's the amazing thing about online these days. You can connect with all these different people and meet people that... They're different, pe- uh, you know, just because they're blind, it doesn't mean they're the same, but they still have some similarities well, we and it's still in inspiration. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. something in common there. Um, and just to, just kind of quickly, how long had you known, before we play Max's clip here, which I have queued up, how long have you, did you know him online bef- now that you finally met him? I met them all basically five years ago. Okay, so that's a long time then mm-hmm. to, to uh, know him online. We, and then- we would just promote each other's stuff and we would talk, um, do interviews together, share each other's interviews you know, just help each other out and what we're all trying to accomplish here. So, so yeah, um, we I went with my parents. They are great supporters. Obviously, they supported Brian and I all through our childhood. Um, and now just having them at the seminar, this was Amy's first seminar. So it was great to have them come with me and meet everybody. So it was our first Airbnb experience and it was great. I wanted to take that apartment home with me and bring it back to Woodstock, Ontario. Um, I loved it there. But uh, yeah, so the first interview was with Maxwell Ivy. Um, that's his name. And... Uh, you know, there's so much we could talk about with Max, which we'll definitely do in the future, but here's... Yeah, let's just let the little, interview yeah. speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
It's not playing. Sylvania? Oh, sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually be professional here. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to restart it. Start it from the beginning. It was kind of cutting. I kind of cut it in there. Um, the channel on the console was not turned on. Okay. And here we go. So here I am here in um, an Airbnb in Erie, Pennsylvania. And I'm sitting here with... Want to introduce yourself? Okay, yeah. I am the blind blogger, Maxwell Ivy, and I'm a former carnival owner, amusement equipment broker now, self-help author, motivational speaker, traveler, singer, online media publicist, and host of What's Your Excuse? Oh yeah, you sing too, yeah. I don't think it got brought up this morning at the at the meeting, but uh, yeah, so we've had events since I've got here yesterday. You've been doing book signings, right? You have three books? Yeah, we did uh, three two books. Two books. I have three books so far, yes, mm-hmm. leading you out of the darkness into the light. It's not the cookie, it's the bag, and the Blind Bloggers New York City Adventures. Right, and you you won an Amtrak. Was that yeah, one of your the biggest? Yeah, Amtrak Writers in Residence Award, which I uh, competed with thousands of other people yeah. across the country, and uh, was one of the people selected based on my writing sample to go on a trip anywhere in North America, and I chose to go to New York City during the Christmas and New Year's holidays of 2016, 2017. Right, so when I was about heading off for Mexico uh, by myself, you were going first and you were going to New York. Yeah, and I've always felt bad about that. I always wondered, why does Carrie not get more love online for going to Mexico, which was far more dangerous? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I <laughs> mean, Mexico City... New York has a reputation. The, yeah, well, that is. But they don't speak the same language. They have lots more crime in Mexico than they do in New York. Mm. You were going much farther. I mean, you were going by plane by yourself most of the way... When I was traveling, there was, you know, lots of, of, there was staff around from Amtrak, and I always met good people on the trains, but mm-hmm. I always felt like you should have got more credit for your trip than you did. Wow. Yeah, I think it was both exciting, because I always think of the movie Home Alone, Home Alone 2, <laughs> when I think of Christmas in New York City, but anyways. Yeah. Well, it wasn't <clears throat> anywhere near Home Alone 2. Um, I didn't have nowhere near as nice a place to stay as he did in that motel suite that oh, he was yeah. in, and... I never talked to a concierge the whole time I was gone. Okay. So, yeah, so we're meeting in person for the first time. Blogging, um, the online world is being as it is these days, even five years ago when we connected. So, um, yeah, so it took five years, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, I've never been to Texas, and you've never been to Canada, right? Right. Closest I came was uh, Buffalo, New York. Right. Pretty close, but no cigar. There you go. <laughs> So, yeah, so we got some more events coming up, and uh, so we're just hanging out right now. It's a rainy day here in Erie, and we were at the lake there. Um, yeah, now, for, for some reason, we felt the need to go outside in the rain and the cold and, and listen to the waves crash and feel the wind in our hair, and now we're back trying to get warm again. Exactly. So what's next for you? Uh, let's see. I have... Another book signing tomorrow. I'm um, speaking at the yeah. Disability Insights thing on Friday, um, October 18th, which will have already happened by the time they hear this. Yeah. But as far as what's next for me, I don't really know yet. Um, I'm waiting to find out what my next adventure is going to be. I'm continuing to send out emails to uh, speaking events and organizations and continuing to uh, enter competitions where they will pay for my travel to see where that next adventure is. And, of course, maybe maybe one of your listeners will decide they want to sponsor the Blind Bloggers Next Adventure and they want to send me to Hawaii or <laughs> Paris or who knows where. I'm up, I'm up for it. Um, yeah. 
And I, you know me, one of my big things is if you don't ask, they can't say yes. And, and who knows, one of, your, one of your listeners may decide, we need that guy to come to Canada. Now, how can I help him get here? You never know. I always say, you never know who might be driving through the city of London. Voice memos. Voice memos. Card over my Brian always gets this on my... Is why, this my brother is why, gets on my case yes. for not turning off the voice. Yes. Interrupts this, things. Yes, this is why I always record with headphones is because... Uh, because yeah. I have I have even less control over the speech than you do, and mm. so I feel like the best thing to do is just to make sure nobody can. And then last week, I was doing a podcast interview with a woman who has really really good sound equipment in her in her office, and her her microphone was picking up my screen reader from the uh-huh. headphones on, that I was listening to it on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I ended up having to turn my screen reader off and basically just hope that my computer was doing what it was supposed to do while I was talking to her. Yep, uh, that can be tricky. That, but that's why I, I kind of like being open and honest about it. So, so you know, our, our radio show isn't perfect. Sometimes Brian's music show or our talk show, you'll hear voiceover and it's like, oh, yeah. well, that's how we're doing this. And yeah. so people, why not get to hear what, what it's like and all that. Right, so, well, every so fine. often I will mention the fact that the headphones are so that y'all don't have to listen to my my screen reader's voice so people know that that that's why i do it but you know every once in a while somebody will send me a, a comment on facebook and they'll go hey max uh i really love that song you posted um are you singing at karaoke or something are you hearing the words in your earphones and i'm like eh, no i was not yeah well this is exciting that we got to meet and yes, it is. Um, it's very exciting yeah this, I mean, nowadays, like you said, with the internet, lots of people have relationships for years and never meet in person. Exactly. And I've been very blessed to meet you and your parents. Uh, before this, uh, Ryan Bedolf and Adrian Smith. So in the last um, year, 18 months, I've, I've probably met more pe- online friends in person than most people will ever. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Oh, so we forgot Amy. Exactly. Well, how could we do that? Um, there's so much we could talk about, you know. <laughs> Yes. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll get you actually, like we say, on the show um, for, you know, the entire show one day and in person in Canada. And that would be great. I uh, just wanted to show everybody a little bit of what I've been up to. Uh, and actually, I think our next show, we're going to talk politics because our, <laughs> our, our elections are on Monday, federal elections. Yes, it's kind of uh, hard not to talk politics. So then, we're going to talk about disability and politics uh, for one episode, which... We, my brother and I both don't want to do, but we're going to yeah. do it. And then after that, I will probably catch us up on what we've been up to. So, yeah, so, well, yeah I just wanted to do a little interview. So thank uh, you for, no problem, for that. I'll see you. I'll see you in Canada. All righty. I look forward to it. <laughs> All right. So that there was quite the, quite the interview there. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well... Like we said, we'll hope that there's so much to talk about. He 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 grew up in a family of carnival owner uh, owning a carnival, traveling around the like south southeastern U.S. I think, and there's so much to talk about. He's an interesting guy. I'd never met a carnival guy before. Anyway, so yeah, he sounds like he has a lot going on. So if he you has just, a lot going on and a lot of stories. But go to the blindblogger.net if you want to check him out. Yeah, that's probably your best bet mm-hmm. um, to really find out. And one of these days, we'll hopefully have a phone-in interview, or if he ever makes it to Canada, we'll have him on the show. Sounds, I've never met him, but um, based on what Carrie said, it sounds like a very... He would love to meet what you. I've heard. He wants to you know, get in on some of your talents with recording and things, but that's what we do. We share our talents with each other. But For sure. Anyway. Um, All right, so let's move on. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that at the moment, I am since my trip, I have been wearing this band on my arm, which if you go to, uh, well, you want to go to my, it's on my Facebook page this morning. It's a, um, apparently it's a, a minty green 
rubber band, rubber armband, and it says in print and in braille, bold, blind beauty. So um, this is um, a product that's been put out by the other lady we mentioned, the lady we mentioned, Steph McCoy. Who's coming up next with who, the interview. Yeah. Um, now, Amy, the one running the event, we will have more, mostly her next week um, to get to. So um, I'm just going to talk about Steph in, at the moment. So <clears throat> she wanted these bands to have actual tactile you braille. you got about one minute. Yeah. So she wanted these bands to be actual braille. So um, <clears throat> they came back with braille, but it's not tactile, but I can feel it since I could, used to see more and I know what braille feels like. So I always run my fingers over the words bold, blind beauty and braille. And, and it just gives me some strength anyways, because she talks about all these issues, self-image and things. So let's check out what Steph had to say. <laughs> okay, so I'm here at the end of our um, Disability Insights uh, seminar day here on um, October 18th, 2019. And I'm here uh, at the moment with, um, do you want to introduce yourself for our Outlook listeners? Sure. I'm Stephanie McCoy, the founder of Bold Blind Beauty. I am also co-founder of Captivating Magazine, and I'm here at Disability Insights from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm visiting here from Canada, and we're in Pennsylvania here, uh, my first time. And um, this is our first time meeting. So, yeah, Steph and I met online five years ago uh, when I found your website, Bold Blind Beauty. And that's quite the alliteration, the Bold Blind Beauty, but it's, it's, it's catchy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you, yeah, like you say, you've moved on to uh, Captivating Magazine, and so that's exciting. Um, as someone who's a writer and, um, you know, in the media and, you know, advocacy, I think all these things are important. So I'm happy to be here today with you. And um, how do you, what, how did you find the, in the, the seminar today? Um, actually, Amy had contacted me earlier in the year with this idea of having something for Blindness Awareness Month in, in October. Right. And I thought, oh, that's fantastic. I said, you know what? What you could do is probably expand that to include other disabilities as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because it's also National Disability Employment Awareness Month. And she said, you know what, that sounds like a good idea. And the more we talked and talked, it got bigger and bigger, and here we are today. Here we are. Mm -hmm. So you, um, you've been blind... Because you, you, in your speech, you, you own the word proudly, which yes. is great to hear. Yes. Um, but so, um, what's your vision like these days, or you know, blindness? Um, my vision is no longer measured mm -hmm. by the standard, you know, measurement system. So the way they measure me is when I go into the um, doctor's office, they either uh, count, have me counting fingers mm -hmm. or waving hands because I can no longer see the big E. Right. Yeah. Eye charts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, everything we're doing, you, everything you're doing, everything uh, Amy here is doing, um, that's so important and like issues of employment, but we're all at different stages in our lives, right? So um, I'm just so happy that we could meet today in person um, because it's just... It's one thing to talk online and then to talk, you know, through virtually with Skype and things. And then you meet somebody in person and it's a whole new, you get a whole new um, expansion of your of your relationship. So that's just exciting for me. Definitely. And it's exciting for me, too, because we've been saying this. I mean, for five years we have been talking. <laughs> yeah. And it's like so great to finally meet you in person. I told you when I met you I wanted to hug you and I did. So I yes. And that's something you really, you know, that you can't get that over, over right. the Internet. But Right. But without the internet, we wouldn't have found each other at all. You know, it's just a one, it's just, we're just across the border from Canada to 
the United States here. Um, not that far, but it, it could feel like you know worlds and worlds yeah. away with, without something like the internet. But then you have to you have to go beyond that. So I'm glad that um, I did that, and I'm glad that you are here today. And um, I just want to. We're all inspired by each other, but I really am inspired by you and and all the work that you do. You said you you've been behind the computer for so long, and and you and I both know what it's like to be anxious in social situations. But um, we're both here, so that's that's good on us. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, Gary. Okay. There you go. Yeah, so it sounds like you made some great connections over the years online, and it's really great that you got to meet them in person. They're great people. Um, And next week we will talk. Um, more about the seminar. It's going to be a pre-record for next week. Mm-hmm. We're, um, we're away. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, just one quick, one more mention. So it's boldblindbeauty.com. Yeah. .com. So look that up if you want to learn more about Steph and what she does. And uh, thanks again, Carrie, for all that coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to have you going these places, traveling and learning and, and bringing it back to Outlook. Yeah, I just want to say that with Halloween coming up, uh, it's, it's all about scary things, but we need seminars like this because disability is a scary thing to many people, but we, we're trying to shed some light on that and make it less scary. So that's why we did this. So. Speaking of scary things, we wanted to yeah. lighten the mood for the very end of Ooh. our episode. And I guess you had a story relating to this. Hear oh yeah, it's on the Simpsons episode, one where my favorite with Ralph and Lisa, when Ralph thinks Lisa loves him. So at the very end, they ma- they had a fight, they make up, and they're just on the swing set, and then um, Chief Wiggum is um, sitting in his squad car watching them, and this song comes on. It's a Valentine's episode, but they play this throughout <laughs> the episode. Enough. It's awesome. It's an old one from like 94, check it out. Oh, the Simpsons episode, the yeah. song itself. This is song's from, from like 62. Yeah. It's a famous one. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. So yeah, it's a nice lighthearted sort of uh, <laughs> way to end the show. And I know The Simpsons um, was a big part of my favorite life. show yeah. growing up, right? Especially in the 90s and 2000s. Happy uh, Halloween, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween. We're not both, we're both not big uh, costume uh. people. We like candy. Sometimes well, I wonder if part of that has to do with being not being able to see. You can't look at it. It's not quite as neat walking around and seeing. But I think also some people are just more into that than others. And We're sensitive. I don't like makeup all over my face, whether it's bold line beauty makeup or Halloween makeup. And I do have a couple costumes kicking around that I have worn in mm-hmm. past years when I went to parties. I have Your a vampire bat. A Batman, oh, Batman. Uh, costume. Uh, Dracula. A, yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I was a television once. I just stuck myself through a big old box for a big screen TV. Stuck my arms and legs out in my head. There you go. Yeah, that's a nice simple anyway. Simple costume, but Yeah, so Halloween coming up Thursday. And we'll be back kind of back next week with a pre record. Um, but we'll be back live in person in two weeks. Well, maybe not actually, because that's Remembrance Day, so mm. we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But stay tuned next week for part two of Carrie's Erie, Pennsylvania trip and more info on the seminar and a nice quality interview with Amy who organized Disability Insights. All right. Uh, I guess that's everything for today. So we shall see you next Monday. See you in November. All right. Live. Yeah. Have a good one, everybody.
find us on Twitter at OutlookCFB and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western.